Hi, my name is Farron, and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Welcome back to Hungry for Apples. I hope everyone's doing okay out there. It's been a little bit high energy with an eclipse that we just had, and we're going into another eclipse, and then we have um, summer solstice. So if you are energy sensitive like I am, here is the best advice that I could give. And I don't really like to just give advice because, yeah, I don't like advice, especially unsolicited advice. But these passages that we're going through right now are extremely potent because of whatever's going on with the sun. And I'm noticing that it is very sharp for a lot of people that I know. And what I mean by sharp is it's catching people off guard in a pretty serious way. And when an energy sensitive person is caught off guard like that, this can create kind of a, a tumble in the head right? Uh, You just kind of waterfall into all kinds of different thoughts and experiences and emotions. And this can turn into what I say as a little bit much. What I suggest that you do when, for example, when the next eclipse comes up, which is June 10th, around that time, Especially if the last one that we just had kind of took you out. I had a lot to do around that personally. And it did cause a very emotional time frame for me. And now that I'm on the other side, I did do some little tests for myself. What I did was, and this is what I'm about to suggest to you, is I took myself off of social media I also stopped answering text messages and emails unless it was extremely important. I also didn't speak to anybody unless I was, you know, making a purchase at a store or something like that. The time that I provided myself with, in that time I mean, what I did was focus on anything that was considered mundane or simple. And I allowed myself to do those things and focus on those things regardless of whatever thought process was starting to come up. Because the key here for an energy sensitive person when these things happen is how we react. Are we reacting from a habit or are we noticing that this isn't actually something that we need to deal with? It's an energy, a frequency that is coming in from outside of us that we don't even need to process. We don't even need to look at it. However, how it feels can bring up things from the past. It can bring up these whole, this whole thought process. Like I was saying, you know, you can wind yourself way down. You can also wind yourself way up. As an energy sensitive person, you have a choice. But if you get flung into those thoughts, into those emotions, into those feelings, and you start naming them and associating them, you've already kind of gone beyond where you can stop yourself. But as soon as you notice that you've done that, you have a chance to 
not rewind, but just notice, whoa, how did I get here? What's going on? How can I reform the energy that I'm working with right now? Now, if there is actually something important that's being brought up, you can't ignore it. That's the other caveat here. If these energies and these frequencies are bringing up very important things that you need to take care of in your life, you kind of have to do them. It's going to come up again and again and again, all the way for the next month or whatever. Even longer, depending on who you are and what your life is like. But if you have the capacity to at least address them and see why you feel a certain way, why you're acting a certain way, why something isn't happening, now is the time to address it. It will be extremely beneficial for you. And I'm saying that from personal experience, that is what the past couple days have been like for me. And I'm recording this podcast still in the middle of not going on social media and being very limited in who I'm talking to, which I'm already in general, extremely limited right now because of what's going on for me in my um, personal expansion and what I am trying to create in order to offer to assist people in their own expansion because of what I'm doing and the timing, I am very cut off. But I'm not completely cut off intentionally because I don't want that line to completely dry up. And then I have to recreate just something from from nowhere. I It's important that I stay connected to the people around um, although I'm still kind of learning how to do that again. Anyhow, that is just an intro. I want to talk to you about what I refer to as the path of heart. Now, a couple episodes ago, there are two in a row. One of them's called, which path do you choose? And the other one is called path of energy. So there are three paths. And today I'm going to go over the path of heart and in a future episode, I'll do the one that's left. Something to keep in mind when working with the path of heart is this isn't just deciding that love and light just goes out to everything no matter what. I mean, technically it does, but not in a way where you can just ignore, just like I was speaking about in the intro, you can't ignore important things and decide that you're just going to turn the other cheek because you don't like what's going on. Like doesn't have anything to do with the path of heart. Path of heart is actually the most challenging one of all, in my opinion, because people always want to be there, but they're not necessarily physically ready to be there. Now, that doesn't mean they can't be there. I'm just saying that it's a little bit challenging. If you're not grounded and all of a sudden you're trying to love everything, you're going to have a little bit of a problem. Okay. Now, that being said, I have some, I have five main points for the path of heart that I'm going to go over. And Yeah, let's just go over the five main points. Number one, you cannot think your way into the heart. This is something that's really important because when you do go through this process of getting into your body, of learning how to act and react, 
and how you think and how you look at the world around you in order to come into a, a full, true abundance, aloha ma, which is self-reflective love, you have to understand that you do have to think for for a bunch. You know, you do all this meditation, you have to do this understanding, and then there is a, a time frame, I guess is the best way to put it, where you take that apart, okay? This is the path of the mind and that draws you back down into the path of heart there is a give and a take between those two areas that often people want to ignore the reason that people want to ignore it is because they don't like what's going on but whether or not we like something our opinion of something doesn't take away the fact that it exists and it's something that we need to work on. So learning to love things that you don't like is the part that kind of screws people up. Makes sense because it's not necessarily intuitive based on programming, especially here in the United States. So the path of heart, number two. This is so simple, it's complicated. Again, I kind of already covered that in number one. The idea is that in order to really get in there, we have to simplify. And the things that we take away are things that necessarily didn't need to be there to begin with, but we're so used to interacting with them, whether it's the way that we react to something we don't like or whatever it is, or something inside of us that we hold a strong opinion on and we didn't actually work that out. It is so simple to understand that you, you, you're the one in there, right? You're deciding that you don't like that part of you. So you can decide to love the person that survived it. And that idea is so simple, people just throw it out the door really quickly. It's so simple, I can't even describe it, as you can see, or here. <laughs> okay, number three, the key to your heart is to practice listening to yourself and notice how you are being in the presence of suffering. Again, this goes back to the previous one. We have to pay attention to how we are being, how we act, around any kind of perceived suffering whether it is our inner critic you know the grief we give ourselves about something we did or said in the past whether it is how we see somebody else suffering do we just toss the karma word at them or do we have some compassion because the wheel of karma albeit real you just looking out from stone cold eyes and going, ugh, karma to some person that is houseless. This is a very cold place. This is definitely not the home of the heart, the place of the heart. This is the mind. So this is an important portion of really understanding what your heart space is about in how you interact with that whether you're looking at yourself or you're looking at people on the street society war which we have plenty of right now discrimination racism 
anti-Semitism, whatever it is, how you see that, are you taking away somebody else's experience by the way you see those, the suffering? This is how you look at yourself. This is how you see what's going on inside. Number four, we often associate our feelings with our thinkings, naming, associating, assessing, and attempting to fix, all often prior to spending any time with the sensations of what we're experiencing. What happens is we put this veil, let's just call it a veil, in between us and the experience. And that veil is, is very simple. It is how you see the thing, how you name the thing, how you associate it with something else. This takes away the ability to be in the moment and to feel it as it is right now. It takes away the ability to be in the moment. Period. It's not a heart thing when we're in our associations like that. At first, the associations are helpful. It helps us to understand how things feel. But at, after a while, it turns into a, a trap. And it's a lot of traps that connect to each other. Just giving a little bit of time, paying attention to how the body's reacting to whatever it is you're thinking about, will give you a little bit of space to start to understand how to work that out for yourself. Okay, and number five, ultimately the goal is self-reflected love. This is what we're working on. But what happens is a lot of humans reflect from the outside. They see what's going on out them, out, out around them, who they're interacting with and how those people are interacting with them forgetting that those reflections are to come from like-minded individuals, not just anybody off of the street. I, I listen to a lot of Ram Dass and I know that he talks about um, disembodied beings. And he says very frankly, not all disembodied beings are beings that have good messages for us as humans. Well, this has to do with also the people on the street, the people that you're interacting with. You know, maybe your family is not the best place for you to try and get a, a, a reflection on your spiritual expansion. You know, maybe you have to find other people to talk to about that because your family has this other view of you, whether or not you like it, whether you like it or not, you know, and it's their job to have that view. They're not trying to cause an issue. They just are living the way that they've been living. That's their job. So in order to get into self-reflected love, you have to give yourself the time. You have to do it for yourself. The root of compassion is not empathy, it's presence. And to be present for the self is often such a challenge that we just put it off and we put it off and we put it off. And then before you know it, all of your well-being has been gone and you have no idea where to look for it. 
I did. I just smacked my hand on my leg. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have no idea where to look for it. It's right there with you. It's just that you forgot. And you're looking to somebody outside of you to tell you how to be or how to do. And this is going to take you away from your heart. It just takes you back into your mind, which is not necessarily a bad thing unless it is detrimental in some way and taking you away from whatever your personal goal is. Not everybody is trying to expand to the point where they are constantly walking on two planes of existence or three or whatever it is. Some people just want to have a, a well-rounded life where they have a, a wonderful community and this is in my opinion, the best goal to have because, you know, spiritual expansion, if you just keep going, all that does is take you out of community, which doesn't make any sense because if you're expanding spiritually and you're not actually assisting the people around you in some way, but you don't have to help anybody because you don't want to add that space. I have to help you now. You don't want that there but you do want to be available. I'm, I'm saying this to you just as much to me because this is something that I am learning my, myself at this time. That making, <clears throat> making yourself available to be a space where other people can learn to expand is, it's a very vulnerable place to be but it's also a very beautiful place to be. And if anybody out there is trying to do that, if that's part of your goal, your human goal now in this lifetime, I would love to hear about it. Please send an email to hungryforapplespodcast at gmail.com. And if you haven't heard the other two episodes of this topic, please go back and check them out. Path of Energy and... The one previous to that is called, Which Path Do You Choose? Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. Have a great next eclipse. And we have summer solstice coming up. That should be interesting. It's going to be another high vibe day. Anyhow, thanks again. Bye now. All right, that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash Farron and feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, Farron.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.